you sat alone, fingers freezing to the bone, saying, I don't need your prayers. Thoughts in my head tell me she's already dead, and now the stakes are raised. Peace and unrest, put your wits up to the test. Tell the world is for the best. Lie about it all, unless it's true. Can't you see that she is not a thing like you? Hey everybody, welcome to the Aptly Named Podcast, a show about everything and nothing at all. I'm Colin. And I'm Steve. Uh, how's it going, Colin? How it's going doing? pretty good. Going pretty yeah. good. We were recording on Sunday. How was your weekend? It was good. Uh, I went home and I had another adjective, but I didn't use it. You know why? Why? Because good's just the goodest adjective to have. It's a good one. Yeah. Good's pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty pretty happy about good. I'm going to keep using it, it's actually. Very good. Yeah. Very's a good uh, adverb as well. Oh yeah, or no? That's just a tack-on adjective, is, is right? It? I don't actually know. I'm, my, I didn't really do super great in English. Oh man, did you? I I did all right in English, yeah, hmm. but I don't remember my parts of speech too well. I know articles, a n and the, mm. but I mean, I play this game catchphrase a lot. Oh, great game! <laughs> it's so much fun. Great game, and it's just like words on a screen. You have to get your team to say, and I just I always break it down into parts of speech from there, but. I don't know how I would get very to happen. Yeah, that would be hard. Mm-hmm, for sure. Wouldn't be very good. No, it would be very hard. It would be very difficult to get them to say it in a very quick manner. Right. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be very good. No, it'd be... I yeah. already said that. Be, yeah. But that's that's okay. It'd be, very, it'd be very challenging. Yeah. Well, if I'm using the adjective good over and over again, then clearly I'm not very... You're not very good. Not very good. You're not very good at <laughs> having good adjectives. Yeah. I you know, have very good adjectives. I try my very best. I'm sorry, my very goodest. <laughs> How was your weekend? It was pretty good. It was the best. <laughs> it was very good. Was it very good? It was very good. Yeah, it was very good. You know, that's just the default, right? How are you good? doing? Good. How are you? Yeah. You know, like there's no. Oh my god, yeah. Like when you when somebody. Oh my god, the best part is when you're at work or something, and it's a Monday morning, and you're it's right before your coffee, and you're like. Somebody walks by you, and it's somebody that, you know, you kind of like, but you also, it's, you know, the morning, and you haven't had your coffee, and you're a little bit like, you know, I would like to not talk to people right now. I am not ready for today yet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then you got to have a whole, you know, small talk conversation with these people that you barely know. Um, and you know what? Sometimes it's fine, but sometimes... Hey, Colin, how's it going? Morning. Ugh. Happy Monday. This fucking guy. You all right? Hey, Tom. How you doing? Pretty good. You know, you know. Big weekend. Yeah. Big weekend. Me yeah. and the wife, we watched The Notebook 16 times. Oh, that sounds like a crazy weekend. Oh, my goodness. I wept like a little bitch. Yeah? Yeah. How you doing? You get your coffee yet? No. Oh, not. I can tell you look dead, man. You look yeah. dead. You, you go out and party too much. <laughs> well, you know me. He's always out partying. <laughs> That's a good one, buddy. Hey, listen, I got I got a few more reports I need you to take care of. I, I just threw them on your desk there. Oh, uh, great. Yeah, so great. just so you could just get those to me as soon as you can. Yeah, no, I'll... Uh, I'll All right, I'll, hope you didn't have any... I hope Bob didn't give you any projects to work uh, on. Oh, <laughs> no, um, you got to take care of your buddy Tom first, right? Well, you know Bob. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking Bob, man, yeah. <laughs> that's right. His wife watched The Notebook with us, me and my wife. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's right. He was out of town. He was out on a fishing trip. Mm -hmm. and, oh. Uh, yeah, so she came over. And uh, she brought hors d'oeuvres. Man, let me tell you, mm. the crew de tay, 
was cray cray. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the teen? The teens say that, right? Yeah. Are you, okay. I, you don't. You're not a teen. I'm, I'm not but, a teen. Okay, but, but you know teens. You know, I mean, you're you're more you're way closer to teen than I am, buddy. I'll tell you, my teen days are way behind me. Hey, listen, Tom, I'm just gonna I'm gonna get past you. I gotta you know, get my back coffee. you know back when I was a teen, uh, we had some crazy times. You know, me and me and my uh, me and my buddies, we played mm-hmm. football. Yeah. We played football without helmets and without pads and without oh, without wow. pants on, and it was beautiful. Uh, I'm sorry. Was, Wait, what was that? Oh yeah, out in the summer, you know, just. Passing the day away, throwing the ball back and forth with your friends. You right. know, you don't need protection or pants or anything like that. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, interesting that you didn't play with pants, though. Like, is what, that, was what that do like you a mean? Thing? I mean, you know, boys. Boys will be boys. They'll uh, just run around, and you know, they don't want to. They don't want to act like sissies and not get hurt. So you know what? Screw it. Let's just uh, right. Yeah, you know, that's how we watched the Notebook last night too. Oh. Just no pants and fourteen times watching Notebook with no pants. Well, the I I didn't have my pants on. Oh oh, just the two women in your house did. Yeah. Okay. But they were fine. Like mm-hmm. I was in the snuggie, so it was okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's under- I, look, man. I I'm sorry. I just need to get by. I I really need. My hey, clothes. man. You ever see those snuggies? You ever put one of those on, slide it over your arms, and just get cozy and all that? Tom, I gotta be honest with you. I really need some caffeine if I'm gonna deal with your bullshit right now. <laughs> oh, you kids. Oh, crazy stuff. From All right. Yeah. Have a good day. Get okay. your pants off. Yeah, I'll get those reports on your later. Steve, when you think of a storybook about bears growing up, you know, um, a, a book that's heavily illustrated, obviously for younger children, right? What do you call that book? Corduroy. Corduroy? Oh my god, I haven't thought about corduroy in forever. <laughs> oh my god. I just threw a wrench in your setup. You did? I know. Well, what I was getting at... You remember the corduroy book where he's riding the escalator? Yes! <laughs> I totally do! Oh my god! Do you remember the one where he's at the airport? And he went through the, the, the baggage claim yes. thing? Yes! <laughs> Yo, Corduroy had a wild life. Do you remember Little Bear? Yeah, Little Bear was good too. Um, a, lot of, a lot of bears in pop culture. Why is that? Why are children... Why do children like bears? Hey, there's nothing wrong with a bear, man. If you ever see a bear in the wild, just go up and give it a big hug. It's a big, friendly bear. You just give up, you know, give him a little, little, little pat on the back. I'm sure he'll hug you back. It'll be a great time. He'll give you a bear hug. That's why they call it bear hugs. All right, it's come to my attention that my friend here is very incorrectly informed on the capacities of bears, specifically wild bears. Uh, yeah, they, like, you ever go camping, like, way in the woods? Like, not at a campground. Yeah. Like, yeah, you need to buy a box to put your food in so the bears can't get it, and then put that box in a tree. They're, they're foragers, dude. They, they go for whatever the, whatever the hell they can get. That's, that's what they go for. Especially hugs. Oh, well, you know why they call it bear hugs? Because you just go up, give a bear a big old hug, big old friendly bear. I think that might originate in the gay community, actually. P- forgive me if I'm being ignorant. A bear hug? Yeah. Oh. You know, like a big bear dude <laughs> gives you a nice big hairy hug. <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know. It should be. Mm. It probably is. It Even is... if it doesn't originate there, it's probably a thing there. If it wasn't a thing, it is now. Because it's on the internet. We're straight cishet white dudes, so we're boring. Uh, but <laughs> But yeah. we have been called bears. Have we? I have. You have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not really hairy, so I don't think anyone would call me that, but... You gotta have the chest hair mm-hmm. to get that. 
and wear a v-neck to show off the chest hair i have no chest hair and hate v-necks well there you go mm-hmm. no wonder you're not a bear i don't have like alopecia or something i'm just i don't i don't know do you remember the uh the the bernstein bears yeah of course they had it was the mom and the dad and the two kids right no you and don't they lived in a cabin you don't remember the bernstein bears yes i do you remember the the Berenstain bears Oh, that's what their name was? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I remembered the Berenstein Bears. Right. The Berenstein Bears or the Berenstein Bears? See? Ladies and gentlemen, what we are talking about right now is the Mandela effect. Um, it's an effect that apparently comes about in a large population centers where people, lots, lots of people misremember a very specific thing. Um, so in this example, people... Uh, me especially, remember the the Berenstein Bears growing up, when actually it was the Berenstein Bears, uh, which blows my freaking mind, because... Here's, here's where I come out on it. That's what my parents called it, and the titles were always in cursive, which is hard to read. You're right. So, I think I just went along with it, but I definitely shouldn't take my parents' pronunciation for everything right, because we sing in acapella groups, and my parents say acapella every single time despite multiple corrections that's like when your dad or your mom growing up is like hey you you want to go to the store i'll buy you some pokemon cards you're like oh yeah all the pokemans mom i don't poke men (laughs) i'm not gay mom (laughs) i know you're trying to (laughs) get that out of me but trying to suss it out and i get it you know wear a lot of pink you know you know, I do walk with my wrist slightly cocked at a sharper than 45 degree angle. I just, I, I also have some sway in my hips and feminine shoulders, but <laughs> you're right. I'm gay. I'm sorry. And this is the episode where Steve comes out. I, I, I don't have to come out from anywhere. I'm right where I need to be. Mm-hmm. Where that is, is none of your damn business. You're in a very good place. I, it's very good. Yeah. You know. Hey buddy, what's your um what's your favorite piece of visual art? You know, painting, sculpture, shit like that. Um, like art medium or like like a specific piece if you can. You know, something like it, you don't have to know the name and artist and all that stuff, but I forget what it's called. Um the piece where it's like a park and there's like just a bunch of people in the park and it looks like it's like it's like a central park or something and there's just like trees everywhere and people are like sitting on picnic having picnics and sitting on picnic blankets and there's like a water yeah, I like that piece. Is that um the one that's in pointillism? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, forget yeah, yeah. I forget who did that as well. But that yeah, that's a good one. I like I like that piece of art. Um I would probably say Starry Night I got to see it at MoMA this past summer. It was really cool. Um, yeah. And I have a bit of a follow-up. Um, does your answer to that question have any correlation to how much of a douche you are? Hmm. I think it probably correlates to how much of a snob you are. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know if douche is the right word, but snob definitely. Because, like, if you're like, mm, oh, yes, I enjoy the... The the piece from um, 1783 by you know so and so that perfectly uh, uh, shows off a dotism from the time. See, like this is how much of a snob you aren't, is you can't even do like a fake impressiony version of it. Yeah, 
Because I don't know enough about art. Yeah, seriously. And, I mean, but I guess it could also show douchiness, right? Not just snobbiness. Because if some, if you ask somebody that question and they're like, oh, man, I mean, like, the Wendy's logo, it's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, you know what I really like? Yeah. I, re- I really like the sign outside of McDonald's. Oh, my God. <laughs> the arches. Yeah, man. dude. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like two, like, up. Things and then down things. <laughs> it and makes they, it makes almost like an M, man. Nah, it, it got you know what it kind of looks like. What? It's like it's like boobs. <laughs> you see it? It's like yeah. boobs. Oh man, let me hit that shit, bro. Here, hit hit this uh, salvia we're doing in the parking lot of McDonald's. Nah, dude, we're in the Burger King parking lot. McDonald's <laughs> over there. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, dude, we're doing the big five today. Oh. All five of them. All five of the yeah, fast dude. foods. We're oh. doing McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, Jimmy John's, and McDonald's. What does Salvia do to you? <laughs> I have no idea. I think it's an hallucinogen. Isn't it something like that a... like, like Native Americans use or something? Are you thinking of peyote? Yes, I am. No, that peyote. I think that's pretty strongly different. What does that do? Peyote? I think that's um, like Vision Quest stuff. Uh, you know what I mean? So basically people just taking things that fucks up their brains and is like, oh, I did something that was significant. Or they do it and make a beautiful piece of visual art, which then a snobby person can say, wow, isn't this great? <laughs> it's very good. Did you ever look at like um, how Van Gogh's artwork and the visual effects that happen with schizophrenia correlate. No, I haven't heard of this at all. It's crazy, man. Literally, like, if you so so, what schizophrenia does is it like affects the visual systems in the brain in a way that makes things like blend together and look very like like you've seen his art, right? Of like his like self portrait. Did you ever mm-hmm. see self portrait? Oh yeah. Like, um, it's crazy. Like the stuff that he that he makes is like. A complete recreation of what people that uh, suffer from schizophrenia go through, like on a daily basis. That's interesting because um, I I've always liked his art, looking at it, but I I could have I could have never made that connection. You know, I I don't have a lot of knowledge in that field, but um, that's that's cre- crazy that even you know he has that connection and he's become as famous as he has and as widespread as he is. Hey, Colin. Hey, Steve. What's up? Nothing much, man. Just sitting here, you know. Waiting for a question? Well, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, I got one for you, buddy. Oh, I'm excited. Are you ready? I'm ready. So, I was wondering, would you trade your current life for that of the Kool-Aid man? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Cheap jokes aside, <laughs> where else do we stand on this? Oh, because here's pros, pros, rich and famous, gets to break walls all the time. Cons, made of liquid, children drink you. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> pro, probably immortal, probably con, probably diabetic. <laughs> Do you think the, the Kool-Aid guy has to inject himself with insulin? It's the Kool-Aid man. Oh, the Kool-Aid man. Oh, Really? Yeah. You called him the Kool-Aid guy? <laughs> you, you called him the Kool-Aid guy. No, you called him the man, I meant? You called him the Kool-Aid man? I thought it was the Kool-Aid guy. No, I'm pretty sure, like, 
Well, oh, yeah. Well, I've always said Kool-Aid Man. Hmm. I guess is it doesn't... An, is there an actual name for him? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be Kool-Aid Guy if there were. Colin's Googling Man. it. Colin's Googling it. You're right. Colin's Googling it. And it turns out I'm right. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Okay, so so my question for you, though, is... Is the liquid within the Kool-Aid man's body his life force? Like, like what happens if I run out of liquid is, is what I'm getting at. Like, am I never going to be able to lie down again? <laughs> because right. that, that would be pretty shitty, you know? Well, I'm sure you could saran wrap the top or something. He, he's, probably got some, he's probably got some mechanisms in mind to prevent that sort of thing. I'm just imagining him, like, breaking through a wall and going, Oh, yeah! And then, like, him, like, like slumping his shoulders and like grabbing like going back through the, the the door and grabbing his briefcase that he set very carefully on the ground right outside the uh the wall that he just broke um you know getting in his in his car it, it has to be a convertible by the way too because you know yeah he's too tall he's too tall um probably every once in a while pigeon flies by shits in his open head i mean that's not great you know he probably cusses about that a few times um, gets home to his shitty apartment because I mean, how are you going to have a real? You know, he doesn't really have a real job, right? I mean, he's a. They can take advantage of him. He's a minority. You know what I mean? He, they can pay him whatever he wants because he's the Kool Aid Man. Like, what? He's not going to be sitting at a, in a job doing like accounting work. You know what I mean? Okay. People would be constantly trying to suck out of his head. Well, then why does he have a briefcase? Well, I mean, you don't have to be an accountant to have a briefcase. Yeah, but what? Important documents are in his briefcase if all he does is break through walls. I'm sure he has other ancillary responsibilities within the company. Oh, no, you misunderstand. In his briefcase is just rows and rows and rows of Kool-Aid mix. Packets. Yeah, just in case, you know, everybody has a spill every once in a while. And for him, it's literal. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm sure. Another thing is, if a way to lose all your liquid, I would think, other than being tipped over... Would be having that glass smash or evaporation. That does appear to be in a glass pitcher. It's at least clear, and um, but he breaks through all those walls, so it's got to be really durable. It might be plexiglass or something. Yeah, how does he? He's literally made of glass, and the company he works for is like, "Hey, man, do you want to like break through walls for us?" And he's like, "Dude, look, I'm just a giant, you know, anthropomorphic glass pitcher. I don't, I don't need any job that's endangering my life." They must pay him well. Is what it is. I don't know if he could do anything else. You know, it's tragic, but at this point, it's all he knows. I want to know where he gets those giant ice cubes from. That's true. They're big. Yeah, there's like three in his head, yeah. and his head is enormous. Yeah. Does he just, like, have a freezer just in his garage just with giant ice cube, like, molds that he just... I wonder... See, I want to know what part of him is alive, right? Because it's just a giant pitch. I mean, he has arms, and it flows into his arms, it looks like. Well, he's fully ambulatory. Like, he can move every limb that he has. He doesn't have anything to stigil. Um, I don't... Yeah. I'm really not sure how he... It must be a witch's curse or something like that. I really don't get it. But at any rate... Um, Do you think I would get laid as Kool-Aid Man? You think in bed I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah! Yeah, but to bring it back to the question, would you trade your life for the Kool-Aid man's life? I'll, I'll, I'll start with my answer. Okay. I believe that I would. Really? I think so. 
because not that my life's in a bad place, but you know, having that having that type of notoriety, you know, being being unique, being being honored just for who you are. That's that's a pretty that's a pretty interesting existence. Yeah. Could be very good. Very good. In a lot of ways. Everyone thinks you're very good, you know, you taste very good. Mm. You know, you have very good style. Right. I think he wears like shorts and a jacket or something. Uh I think it changes throughout the decades. I mean, and this one he's, he's just straight up naked. I mean, yeah, I could roll like that too. Like whatever. Be a streaking giant glass that just runs down and oh, <laughs> whatever the marketing company needs. Uh, I'm sorry, we just found a Google image of uh, the Kool Aid Man smoking a very large bong oh and saying, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." That's like edibles, or right? That's like organic edibles or some shit. I don't Wait, know, man. Hold up. If Kool Aid Man smoked. And then you drank the Kool Aid from inside him. Would you get high? I don't even know how his circulatory system works, man. I mean, like what? I don't. I don't even know how he's alive. Colin, there was a simple answer to that question. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Did you ever go horseback riding? I have not. Um, no, I've never been. My mother and sister. I think my mother and both sisters went once, and we actually, my sister was taking a picture of my mom next to a horse, and the horse bit her, like, jacket, like, right on the shoulder. So we oh, actually, wow, really? we have a picture of it mid-occurrence. Mid Mid-chomp? Yeah. <laughs> my mom's face is, like, very shocked. It's it's quite funny. We have it on a coaster. It's a good time. You get to ride around on a horse? Yeah. I mean, it sounds nice. Their Horses are beautiful. Yeah. Could you imagine just, like... That being your main form of transportation, and just like every day, you would get out and you know, feed your horse, get him some water, give him something to eat, and like drive, like drive, and like ride down to the square, <laughs> to the farmers market. Yeah. Be like, hey, Jim Bob, I have. Do you have any raspberries? I'll buy them for two pennies because this is a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. Things used to cost two pennies. Mm-hmm. Very few pennies. You could just go out and be like, they actually, they used to have a half cent. Did you know that? I did know that. Have you heard about the, the downfall of the pennies and why pennies are bullshit and why we shouldn't have pennies? I've heard about it pretty extensively, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, not, doesn't make fiscal sense to make them. Screw pennies. It's so crazy that literally you, you could like, like my grandfather remembers going to like a store with like a couple pennies and, like, leaving with, like, candy or, like, comic books and stuff like that. Now, like, what does a penny do? What, what is the buying power of a penny now? I think the most valuable thing that a penny can provide is the burning of calories you get when you drop it and bend down to pick it up. Why would... I never pick up pennies. Are you kidding me? No. It's worth nothing. I leave it on the floor. Who cares? A penny... A penny earned is not a penny made. A penny earned is a waste of time because pennies are useless. <laughs> So, are you saying you wouldn't take um, a zero percent interest loan? You could pay back, pay it back as long as you for as long as you wanted. With zero percent interest, yeah. I would definitely take that. ten thousand dollars, all pennies. Ooh. You wouldn't do that. How much? That's a lot of pennies, dude. A yeah. hundred dollars of pennies is like like a ton or something. Like it's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of pennies. Yeah, well, that's the only way you get the loan zero percent interest. That's that would be a good way to get pennies out of circulation. Well, no, because the people have to spend the pennies. They're not spending them into nowhere. You'd probably spend more time and energy and money 
acquiring all of the pennies, then $10,000 and the interest of the regular loan. So no, I would just do the interest. But that's an interesting... I mean, because you would have to put everything on pause in your life to acquire $10,000 worth of pennies. Yeah. I think it depends on, like, a person's uh, status, like, what they need right in the moment, you know, things like that. Like, I'm sure you could, like, go to, like, banks and stuff and be like, give me all your pennies, and they'd be ecstatic, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. But you'd but have if to you have go with the $10,000. If you go to a bank with 100 bucks worth of pennies and say, give me dollar bills, yeah. they're going to be a little pissed off. Yeah, yeah. But then, I mean, you could just be like, here, load them up in this UPS truck I rented. <laughs> and you just have a UPS truck full of pennies. <laughs> yeah, imagine, okay, imagine going into a bank like that. You are ruining people's day. Yeah, People are sure. going to be counting pennies <laughs> until they clock out. You could go at 7 in the morning. And until the bank closes at 6 or whatever, you're going to have people counting your pennies, and it probably won't even finish. Nice. If it's a whole UPS truck full, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. But, and no, what are you doing with your day? Just what are you around. doing with your life? I mean, I would feel bad. I would, like, help them shovel the pennies oh, and stuff. Because no, they're definitely shovel. shoveling them at that point, right? <laughs> like, they're just shoveling pennies into this UPS truck. Just I mean, no bag or anything. Just <laughs> <laughs> they'd think I'm making, like, a poor man Scrooge McDuck, like, chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Just jump into the pennies. <laughs> uh, Please join me. Take a dive into my copper pool. Yeah, <laughs> coated in blood, but it's okay because blood smells like copper anyway. <laughs> oh man! You know what I learned about today? What's that? Uh, graphene mm. and how how like incredible graphene is. It's graphene's wild. Yeah. It's like um. It's like a sheet of carbon that's only one molecule thick, mm -hmm. and it's very strong and very resilient and very lightweight. I mean, it basically has no z-dimension, if you mm -hmm. think about it, because it's one atom thick, like, yeah. one sure. molecule thick, like, you can't get much smaller than that, you know? Right, unless it was hydrogen. Well. But hydrogen, nothing will bond like carbon does. Nothing ever does. And doesn't, You're getting into my real nerd zone, by yeah. the way, just so you know. Well, I know. I, I mean, like, I'm a chemical engineer major, so yeah. I definitely lean towards that. Well, I, I found it interesting because, like, I was researching it and I found, like, the applications. Because you know how interested I am in, like, wearable tech and stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, the applications of, like, because it's so conductive mm -hmm. and it's, like, stronger than steel. And it's, like, ugh. Like, it's super flexible. You can, like, put it in like rubber or like in cloth and it'll just like make it so it's like indestructible basically like you can like it just blows my mind after that comes um single thick single atom thickness carbon nanotubes oh my god yeah, yeah. and space elevator possibilities with that space ele okay hold on yeah we just went way off the rails well yeah because you can make space elevators with carbon nanotubes because they're like stronger than steel and they're super flexible and they like think about it they're super thin that's, like, one of the ways that that's wow. been proposed to be made. I haven't thought about that whatsoever. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that would that would be awesome. Right? Imagine riding in an elevator to the moon. How long do you <laughs> think that would take? I mean, you could how do many, it. How many, um, how many repetitions of The Girl from Ipanema could you possibly stand as you're riding <laughs> that thing? Like, do, 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 do. God damn it! This <laughs> is the 82nd time! Oh, it's like a standing elevator. Like, like yeah. it's in, like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> what if someone farts? Oh god, that's horrible if you're in there for 20 seconds. terrible. That, dude, that could turn into the Tower of Terror pretty quickly, oh, too. <laughs> Crying babies. Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, it's the worst elements of a plane and an elevator. Yeah. Combined. 
And you're standing. And what's the point? You go to the moon? What is in the moon? No atmosphere. <laughs> wow. Sounds like a, a downgrade to me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Doesn't matter how fucked up Earth gets. I don't know about that. I don't know if I could stand in a fucking 12 by 12 elevator with a bunch of other moon suit dudes. Well, one, guy's I, on a, one guy's on a phone the whole time. <laughs> The whole time. And he's talking loudly, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It starts off calm. It's talk- He's talking to his wife, right? Mm-hmm. It starts off calm. And eventually, he just starts getting more agitated and agitated. Yeah. Like, Brenda! Yeah. Listen to me. You have no faith in me or my ability to do my job to provide for this family. And you can, like, hear her crying out of the... Out of the like, oh, no. She's, she's shooting it back at him. Oh, oh, oh really? So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it right it's got to go on the whole time. Okay. And, you know, if you're yeah. crying, that's, that's, just, that's just sad. Yeah, that's just that's him just berating her. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, the funny part about this is that, like, like right, once you're out of the atmosphere, right, everybody's weightless, <laughs> so they're just kind of flying or floating around. Oh, and they're, are they all still in the standing position? Like, they're just kind of, like, <laughs> they don't really move, they're just kind of, like, floating, like... Yeah, kind of, like, doing freeform backflips. Yeah. <laughs> what happens then when they have to decelerate it? Then, at least, hey, good, good... Good portion of that. Once you're in the weightless zone, you'll know who farts because they get pushed forwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they they start spinning a little bit. Like it's like a like a slight tilt, but they're moving mm-hmm. forward. Mm-hmm. Like they get that propulsion. George, did you just shit your pants? <laughs> no, Brenda. That way, Brenda was the name of the. <laughs> it's the girl on the on the phone though. Hey, there's lots of Brenda's in the world. Oh yeah, two Brenda's. There's hey, there's definitely two Brendas. Are you are you kidding there's me? There's definitely more than two Brendas. It's impossible. There's 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 not two Brendas that exist in this world. Well, listen, you may know a Brenda who you love dearly, and you think you know what? That's the only Brenda there is. It's the only. Brenda but in reality, family. there's shitloads of Brendas. Oh man, you know you can't just bring me into reality. Plenty like of that. Brendas in the sea. <laughs> Hold on, I'm chewing this carrot. <laughs> Hi everyone, this is Steve. Choose a carrot on 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 microphone. Get real close, please, buddy. It's the it's the worst uh, audio quality wise snack. So, oh, this was Colin. Now Colin's gonna get way up in there. This is nobody's ASMR. Mm. This is nobody's fetish. This is tragic. What you're doing right now, it's a crime against humanity. What if there's a cat and a dog that was mixed together? Cat dog. Do, do. Cat dog. Do, do, do. I don't Alone remember. in the world with a little cat dog. <laughs> you, shit, I, that was already done. Um, <laughs> that literally has been already been done before. <laughs> that was literally the entire plot of cat dog. That was like, that was like how they came up with cat dog. <laughs> I think we just got an insight into the creative process of the people at Nickelodeon right there. Colin has the same brain as a mid-90s Nick executive. A <laughs> <laughs> hey, special, uh, special shout-out to Nerds in Denial. Nerds! Uh, they're the best. Uh, they do our intro and outro music. Uh, you can find them, on, find them on YouTube. Just search Nerds in Denial, and you can also find them on SoundCloud. You can reach out to us, and we strongly encourage you to do so. You can find us on email. Find us on email. You can find us on find email. Find us on email. Go to email.com. <laughs> you can please shoot us an email. We are at hello at aptlynamedpodcast.com. Please follow us on Twitter. We are at aptlynamedpod. And you can find us on Reddit. We are at r slash aptlynamedpodcast. I'm Colin. I'm Steve. Have a good. Have a good.